1: This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your twenty four seven home of the Black and Gold SNR Steelers Nation Radio.
2: Welcome to the drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We are live from the Steelers Museum at Heinz, <laughs> <laughs> Akershur Stadium. I, I don't even know where that came from. Yeah, you're usually good. I about haven't that. done that in forever. <laughs> Um, my goodness, uh, just, maybe it's just a change in scenery here because we've got all this history around us. That
0: It's pretty amazing. You've been here several times. This is my this first is my second visit. Time. Oh, second. Second, okay. not several. Second. So I'm sure you have not absorbed it all. I haven't even come close, but it's amazing. I mean, I love it. You could spend a long, long,
2: long time
0: walking around Absolutely. here. Absolutely.
2: Especially if you're a history buff like I am. Yeah. Even if you're not a football fan, you can walk around oh, here yeah. and learn a lot yeah. uh, about the history, well not just of the Pittsburgh Steelers, but of the city, mm-hmm. the NFL, uh, a lot of different things that you can see here. Uh, you know, the, obviously the Rooney family, there's a lot uh, that, that go, <laughs> It's involved with that here as well. It's just the history of city, the history of Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, and along those lines, maybe my favorite part, which I never would have thought coming in here, was the pre-1933 stuff. You know, like, wow, this is... Unbelievably cool. As soon as you walk in, all you know—it's like, actually yeah. my how-
2: favorite spot as well. I just yeah. I like—I I like that kind of stuff. I mm-hmm. like to read, to read historical books yeah. and things of that nature. So that—that's right up my alley to, to see. I like you know. There's some some websites out there that show old time Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could vi- you view photos of of the city. You know, yeah, know yeah, Back yeah. in the the turn of the century and even before that, I love looking at those photos mm-hmm. and just seeing how everything has changed. Yeah. Um, that's mostly, very cool. Mostly yep. for the better, but not always. Not always, right? Right. <laughs> Twists and turns. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's always interesting to see where we came from and where we're at now. And speaking of that, mm-hmm. uh, we have Dan Rooney, the director of business and development strategy for the Steelers. And Dan, uh, you were instrumental in in, in this whole thing, uh, you know, coming to fruition. Yeah. Uh, fruition here. Um, in, in terms of. What you guys were looking for here uh, when you did this, can you tell us a little bit about the development process of the Hall of Honor Museum and how it started? I know your dad was this was something he really wanted, sure. but uh,
1: what were the what were the key parts of this? Yeah, I mean, uh starts with the, the great history that w- we obviously have and, and, and want to share with our fan base. And my grandfather's appreciation, Dan's, uh, you know, aspirations to, to share that with our fan base. But I think that the idea really started to, to take shape uh, back in 2017 when we launched the the initial hall of honor exhibit down in the great hall um that was devoted to the hall of honor members but we were like we we need to open this up to to not just those guys but the rest of our 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 rich history of of players and and you know the the early years on on up so um it started back in 2017 where we started to have those conversations and, and picked up speed through the the 2020s
2: now i know when when matt came in here today as he mentioned this is his first time here um, he was surprised at how big it is. Yeah, uh, I thought it would
0: be like two or three little rooms, <laughs> you know, and it just kept going. You kept turning around the corner, like, there's another huge opening. It's great. Yeah. In,
2: in terms of the layout here, obviously, as, as we mentioned, it starts with the beginning, and then you kind of roll all the way through here.
1: Yeah. The layout, well, when you you start the organization back in 1933, we we have a lot to cover, so space was was needed, especially with all the great players we have in the Hall of Honor room. But the layout starts with the uh, the feature film that, that takes you from the early years and then and then on up into into the 2020s, and, and that's definitely one of the highlights. But then it goes decade by decade, uh, the night early 1930s uh, on up to, to where we're at today. So um, we needed the space. It's kind of in a football uh, shape uh, setting, which which is appropriate but um you can really take your time take your time and, and do deep dives on, on each decade which is great
0: and not to poke fun at other organizations but not every organization would need this much space no <laughs> I'll, I'll give
1: the uh, the green bay packers uh some credit we, we saw what they they have over at land okay. field and that was that was definitely one of the inspirations for for what we were achieving here
2: now there are a lot of artifacts here a lot of stuff You you uniforms. You have Super Bowl rings. You have all kinds of art. Cleats and helmets. Yeah, right. How do you decide when you're putting something together like this?
1: What stays in and what goes? Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, we started with a very long list of items, uh, looking through my grandfather's closets of, of storage of, of artifacts over the years to the Chiefs' uh, box of, of items, which was pretty neat to dive into articles from the, the 1930s and and, uh, and beyond. But, um, you know, starting with the early days and then working with the, uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, being able to uh, allocate some of what they had uh, in, in storage, working with players to seeing what, what they would be willing to donate as well as some of our great coaches it was uh, it was an extensive process to look through that list and and see what fit into each decade
2: yeah so some really neat stuff here even if you you know i mean i've been around this now for the last 30 years and yeah. there's stuff here that i hadn't seen i mean it's just really cool stuff if you if you like you know to see sure. like i mean the the leather helmets and things right. that. yeah <laughs> I, I was joking before like I want to see
0: what's on the cutting room floor what right. stuff that didn't make the yeah. cut, there must <laughs> be tons of really they're, they're cool stuff stored right. away for, for I future
1: years but uh, as you guys say in the, uh, you know a playbook from the 1940s uh, a contract from the 1930s uh, Jack Lambert's dentures so we, we kind of have it uh, we, so we kind of <laughs> have it all to to put on display
2: now you designed this place to have something not just for Older Steeler fans, or people who were here, you know, for the '70s, or you know, young adults, but kids can come here as well and
1: and enjoy themselves and have things that they can interact with. Absolutely, and that's a big piece of. Uh, the history we, we wanted to bring to our fan base, it's not just for, for the older fans. It's it's for the younger fans as well and making it a, an interactive experience. So you can go into our, our broadcast booth, as we call it, and listen to a great play from, from Steelers past and, and give your own version of the call, which actually gets emailed to you for, for a keepsake. Um, there's touch screens throughout, so you can you can touch and play video, as well as in the room we're in right now, the the for the fans room. You can you can see how you measure up against some of our great players, height wise, wingspan. Uh, come out of the tunnel like like TJ Watt and take a picture. So <laughs> we cool. want we wanted to make it uh, active for for the younger fans, sir. Yeah,
2: that's that's really cool as well. Um, is there an wow. area here that? Specifically, is your favorite? I know yeah. there's
1: a photo back there of you. Right? That's, uh, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I approved of that one. I saw that. Uh, I love the the start. You you enter the the film, 12 minute film uh, that really gets you gets you going for for Steeler history. And if you catch it on a on a game weekend, you, you get pumped up for the game that that week. Um, you know, but the the Hall of Honor room itself too, entering and seeing uh, the the great players that have been selected to be in that room and, and diving deeper on on their history and, and our in our touchscreen uh sections uh, I, I think that's a pretty special room for fans to see i bet yeah. people stay in there forever yeah, yeah just you, the, h- hitting the touch screen the yeah. history buffs you yeah, can, yeah you <laughs> gotta pull, pull them out of there on <laughs> <laughs> well
2: so now that this place is open what what do you do promotionally to uh you know their- QR codes things sure. of that nature that uh, that you have come yeah, up.
1: Yeah, we want we want to keep the the content fresh uh, year after year so there there is a changing exhibit and in one section of the museum last year it was devoted to the 1972 anniversary. Um, this year we're we're brainstorming what what uh, you know what themes we should come up with. So each year we plan to to launch a new theme for for fans to come see, but technology is, is definitely a piece of this whether we put in a virtual reality um, experience for for fans to relive a great play from, from Steelers past, or as you said, QR codes where they can expand the the content on their phone. They could come um, in and take a hit from James Harrison. Yeah, we'll, see. <laughs> there you go. we'll see. Virtual about that. reality. Yeah, like that.
2: There we go. Well, Dan, we will let you guys. Dan, Director of Business Development and Strategy, Dan Rooney, obviously instrumental in uh, the development and uh, everything that's t- taken place here at the Steelers Museum. If you haven't seen it yet, you got to check it out. Certainly worth the while for any no Steeler fan out there if you haven't done it yet. But we appreciate your sure. time, Dan. You guys right. Thanks, a, guys. Yes. You guys
0: did a tremendous job. It's unbelievable. Thanks for stopping by. Absolutely.
2: See you. Um, so, yeah, uh, we are live here from the Steelers uh, Museum. Actually, I, I should see. I get to th- read right here in front of me. you. <laughs> You'd think I could actually read these or things. we uh, I, I am a little. Again, I am just discombobulated. Uh, you know I was blown thing. away every time I turned the corner every time i come here it 's uh you know it's there 's just so much to see and take in that uh you know it's it 's just can be a little overwhelming. You might want to come here and spend two days.
0: I would say on the way out, I might sneak into some corner and spend the night here. They're going to have to watch you to make sure nothing disappears. (laughs) I know how you operate, Williamson. I have the same wingspan as Mel Blunt. I was proud of myself. Wow. There you go. uh, You do
2: not have the same wingspan as Max Starks.
0: No. uh, He has the wingspan of a seven-footer. Impressive stuff. A giant condor. Yes. (laughs) But, no, there's some cool stuff like that, too. You know, it's interactive and sounds like a lot more to come.
2: Um, yeah, you can check this out. Yeah, you can get your book your tour at the Hall of Honor Museum now at Steelers dot com backslash museum. And uh, of course, uh, you know you, you want to go ahead and do that. Uh, this is the time of year to come see it because it's you know it's not super crowded like it is right, right, right. game days. I mean, this place I'm, I'm sure it's packed. You drive past here on, on the weekend for on game day game yeah, weekend, yeah, yeah. and there's a line out the door.
0: Oh, I'm sure. You know, so this is yeah. If you want to come see it, this is the time to do it. it Dan mentioned that broadcast booth. Back there too. I mean, I can't. That's one of my the, favorite parts. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it, just to kind of explain it to people, you go in, you push a button, and it it shows the great play. You know, the immaculate reception or whatever. And there's several to pick from. And you hear the call. And you hear the call. It's kind of like karaoke. Yeah. You know, the, the, <laughs> you can read the call too, and then it's your turn. And as you mentioned, then they email the file to you, so, so yours, you just have it forever. Yours, yeah. Forever. Yeah. yeah. I bet forever. that gets a long line too.
2: Yeah, and I, I enjoyed actually looking at the the, the wall outside of that with all, with the broadcast.
0: L a s i k.
2: Knew all but one of those guys, I mean, right, did, right, right. I knew Jack Fleming, I knew Myron Cope, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously then Tunch and Wolf as well, and right. Billy. Yeah, um, just uh, you know, just spent a moment back there. And, you know, there's
0: like no stone unturned. No, in, there really isn't. History, you He's know, just, right. Uh,
2: there's a lot of good stuff here, and yeah. And again, as you mentioned, and, and Dan just mentioned uh, the, the, the stuff when you first come in, and you see the 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 old school. I uh, thought that
0: was so cool. I mean, yeah. I learned a lot just in the couple minutes I sat there looking at it too. Like I didn't understand know all those things. But yeah. uh, th- there could be a, a huge exhibit with you and I, you know, the drive, I think, coming soon, too. I mean, that, that could be on the horizon.
2: That's probably a lo- <laughs> little ways down the down the road. They don't want to put us in the broadcast booth and listen to me bumble over this whole thing. That's probably not any good either. But Or uh, any sort of
0: photos of us are probably no, not a good no, idea. No, video either. and
2: photos do not do us. So. Face,
0: faces for radio. Yeah. Yep. No, but it's awesome. Everyone should check it out. Absolutely. And, it is, like you said, this is a good time of the year to do it because – you don't have won't be waiting in crazy lines and all that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So come come and check that out. Uh, anyway, we should probably talk some football, man.
0: Some point, yeah.
2: Let's go ahead and start to do that here. And um, you know, I did. Uh, I was I was on with uh, Stan Savern earlier from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we were talking, and he, you know, he. We kind of touched on this on Monday um, in regards to the building of the the Chiefs and the the, the Eagles. Oh, if okay. there's anything the Steelers can glean out of that, that, that mm-hmm. I mean, it is a copycat league. Oh, sure. Um, I still, I kind of feel like the Steelers are kind of a mesh of right now of what the the Eagles and and Chiefs are right
0: now. I tend to agree. I I don't think you look at either one and say do that, you know, especially with what you have in place, nor should any team. I mean, neither should the the Texans or a total rebuild look at either one of these teams and be like do that, because you're not going to get the same players. Frankly, you're not going to get Pat Mahomes. You know, the chances of building the best offensive line in the league. I mean, yeah you could do it if you dedicate enough resources to it, but you have to have some luck At too what cost? you know I mean yeah. Jordan Alotto was a seventh round pick right. you know I mean so there is some things that need to fall into place for you you need to stay healthy you know I mean a lot of that type of thing as well but I do think that they're i, I go back to the Eagles more because the chiefs have been such a winning organization the last five years or so they're the becoming the class of the league in terms of championship games and super Bowls and their coach and quarterback combination is unbelievable. We talked about this, I'm sure, yesterday, if not last week. Where were the Eagles one year ago? They had just gotten walloped by the Bucks. No one knew if Jalen Hurts was even good. They were accumulating future first you know, with the anticipation of we might need a quarterback. Right. You that mean, was the
2: big. If you remember yeah, last year at this time, the, the, the Eagles might are. have to draft a quarterback. Right. Year.
0: That's why they're getting all these future picks. And I was told they even inquired about Russell Wilson, and things of like that. You know, and you know, Hurts came a long way. Um, can Kenny take a huge step in his second year? I expect him to take a big step. Can he take a huge step? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, I, I think it becomes the question becomes,
2: you know, not so much can the Steelers be like the Chiefs or be like the Eagles in terms of the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. Can Kenny Pickett become a top twelve ish quarterback?
0: Yeah. Can he become a winning organization quarterback? However, that. You know, however, you build that creature. You know, Mahomes and Hurts aren't the same. Brady's very different than yeah. both of them, of course.
2: Because it's it's revisionist history if people want to say that Hurts last year at this time he was probably the 18th best. Quarterback I think that's being Ken, generous. That at be that generous, point, yeah. right?
0: I mean, I mean, he struggled throwing the football. I mean, in yeah. that playoff game was really a problem for him a year ago. I mean, they Todd Bowles fashion, You know, they they begged him to throw from the pocket, and he looked like he couldn't do it. You know, yeah. and now he can. I mean, now he can. Yeah. He was great on Sunday. You know, he throwing the football, absolutely
2: right. was. And so, um, you know, if if the Steelers can get mm-hmm. not that level of play of,
0: I mean, he was the runner up for the MVP. I mean, or right. whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think Kenny will get to that level gonna, next year.
2: Kenny Pickett's not going to run for nine hundred yards, right, and, right. and throw for four thousand. Right, right, I mean, right. That's not realistic. But again, if he can, if he could take that step and become a big step, right. And become, again, a top 12 ish quarterback in the league, mm-hmm. I think, with the rest of the roster that the Steelers have built. Yeah. I mean, if again, if you take Pat Mahomes off the Chiefs' roster,
0: I think it's pretty ordinary. It's above average. Yeah. You know, is, right.
2: it, is it better than that of the Steelers?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so either. I no. wouldn't trade them straight up our roster minus quarterback for that roster minus quarterback. No. Now, if
2: you throw the quarterback in, that's the most valuable in the right. league. Right, right, yeah. yeah, of course. But that's what makes the Super Bowl
0: winner. Right. And, but to your point, too, I mean, yeah, you can look at the Chiefs. Yeah, you can look at the Eagles. But the Steelers aren't going to trade Tyreek Hill or their version of right. him this year. They're not going to trade for A.J. Brown. You know what I mean? But their, te- their team is – I think all of us will concede or at least you know, acknowledge that I bet their roster when they go to camp in Latrobe, we would take over the one that they ended with this year. And you and still yeah. may lose some guys. I mean, right. it, it, it's not, not going to be all additions. You're going to have some subtractions there, have, too. you're going to have three, three early picks. Three
2: early picks. And to some degree, you know, the Steelers trading Chase Claypool yeah. last year is comparable not in terms of the player. Right, right, right. But in terms of the Chiefs moving on from Tyreek Hill.
0: It is. I think yeah. that's a good point because you picked up a, tr- a premium draft pick that really worked out well for you. They end up picking first in the, in the draft, the team you traded with. Great. But much like the Chiefs, from an X's and O's perspective, you learned a lot with Claypool being, you know, minus Claypool. And, And that same thing happened to the Chiefs. The Chiefs were... Very high in the league in 12 personnel, and they might, I think they were number one in 13 personnel. Look at what they
2: did in the Super Bowl. Was it 26 runs, 26 passes?
0: It was 26 and 27, whatever it was. It was 50%. 50, 50%, 50, Right, absolutely. And Kelsey's really a a receiver, you know, but still, I mean, uh, that's what I'm saying, though, is the Steelers probably for the three years before and up till the Claypool trade we were either first or second in the league in use of 11 personnel. That drastically changed. We saw more Watt. We saw a lot more Gentry. gentry we saw more Hayward. And I think getting more tight ends on the field is a nice way to approach offense at this point because teams aren't used to it. And, you know, that was a big thing with the Chiefs. Like everything you read, there were real nerdy X's and O's, Super Bowl previews. Well, what what's the Eagles going to do against 13 personnel? Well, we have 10 snaps to look at for the whole year that they've ever faced it. <laughs> so, who knows? You know what I mean? So well, That
2: goes back to my my theory that tight ends are so much more important in today's game. I think so, too. Because they are scheme changers.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've heard them being called, like, the queen on the chessboard. Yeah. They might be the rook because they do weird things. Yeah. <laughs> you know what They don't move like anybody else. You know, that third tight end. I don't have any snaps against the third tight end. I don't know what to do with them, especially when one's Kelsey. It's not like they're not going to throw, right. you know, out of thirteen. That's what,
2: I mean, a guy like Connor Hayward gives you
0: right. What is he? What is he? I mean, yeah. that's the beauty of it, right? I mean, example, you got Deontay Harris in the backfield. Doesn't matter which running back it is, and those three tight ends, you could still do a six-man protection with Gentry. Split out Hayward and Friermuth. I mean, if someone comes out and says, wow, they're in 13. We're going to play one
2: corner here.
0: They might have one corner yeah. on the field, two safeties, and heavy personnel. Or they may say, I'm going to keep my nose on the field. Spread them out. Or they count Friarmouth and Hayward differently, and they are too light, and then you mash them. You know, like, there's a lot of possibilities with it, You know, and I think that's interesting. And I'm warming up to the idea a little bit of, boy, this is a really, really good tight end draft paint the bar in red if that's what they're giving you. If they're giving you all tight right. ends, grab a tight end, you know, and create more mismatches that way possibly. I'm not saying that's the, the only way to go, but I'm open to it. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, it's, it's interesting, you know, be, we've done mock drafts and sure. you know, read through other people's mock drafts. Uh, the amazing thing is, you know, when you when you keep coming to the Steeler picks and there are quality tight ends mm-hmm. still available. And, I I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a Pat Firearmuth believer. Oh, yeah, it's not a knock on him at all. No, it's just a pair th- th- with him. Yeah, right, right, I mean, if you have two of that
0: guy. Right, exactly, right. Okay. I mean, for example, we we did a mock draft, and to pull back the curtain, I had the Chiefs take a tight end. I mean, that was the best player on the board. Learn from Kelsey, compliment him. They're probably going to stick with 12 and 13 personnel, and this guy's probably better than Noah Gray, you know what I mean, who's not hey, a bad player.
2: Let's face it, Kelsey's 33 years old.
0: Sure, and yeah. learn from that guy, you know, right. So mm-hmm. somebody with Friar would make a ton of sense to me. Yeah. Especially if he could block a little.
2: Yeah, I mean, so that that's the uh, you know that's the way the league. I think mm-hmm. when you talk about copycat league, we also it's also a league where you have to figure out how to beat the champ.
0: Yeah, right, right, right.
2: And so if that's you know again, what did the Chiefs do this year? They went out and drafted a bunch of defensive
0: backs. So. They did, they did, um, really invested on in defense and got cheaper and uh, now they have cap space again, and which is scary for the rest of the league, of course. But yeah, you know, that, that's exactly what they did. You know and they're they're they. I forget what their number was, but they played more rookie defensive back snaps by, like, 500 snaps than any team in the league. You know, and, hey, it worked. And you found to turn that into a strength.
2: But you can do that when you have Pat Mahomes.
0: And and that helps. And Chris Jones and, you know, those guys as well. You know, but um, we always talk about this with, like, Cincinnati upcoming and, you know, Philadelphia. I mean, between Chris Jones and Mahomes was, like, 32% of their cap. And Kelsey's a very expensive player too. Like those three, are probably at forty-five percent of their cap. You know what I mean, so you better be pretty good in filling in the margins with cheap guys.
2: And you, yeah, you better hit on those guys. Yeah, and uh, you know, oftentimes that means for teams, and we've seen other teams go this route as well, mu- making multiple draft picks at the position of need. Mm-hmm. If one of them hits, you're okay. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If Multiple hit. Now Seattle took two tackles,
0: yeah. and they both look like future starters for took, a long time. They, Great, took, you know. took two corners. They had two took two corners, corners. Yeah, right. And yeah. they yeah. probably would have been happy if one hits at each position, yeah. you know. And they got two hits, you know. So no. Well, for,
2: as far as we know, anyway, I man, it looks like, like it changes. Sure, looks, looks here, like it, yeah. right? Uh, but yeah, he is uh, Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. We're live. From, yeah, this is fun from the Steelers uh, Museum here, um, the Hall of Honor Museum is open to the public during the off season. That's Thursday through Monday, eleven to four, eleven a.m. to four p.m. You can book your tour at the Hall of Honor Museum, now at Steelers.com backslash museum. Uh, this place is dedicated to promoting, preserving, and celebrating Steelers football. The museum is home to nearly 50 inductees and over 10,000 square feet of Steelers history here.
0: Yeah, I didn't guess that coming in. <laughs> it provides Big.
2: opportunities for fans to learn more about the franchise, view rare artifacts preserved by the team to relive the biggest moments in Steelers history history. And just to, to kind of come in and soak it all in.
0: Yeah. It's very cool to be like one of the only ones here, too. Like, I'm going to go sneak around here between the breaks and go see things I hadn't seen before. It's like night at the museum. Exactly. I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. Right. This stuff's going to come to life when,
2: it, the, it when the lights is. go out. It already is. Right, right, right. <laughs> We're going to sneak around here and, you know, uh, the Franco Harris and, and yeah, Joe Green are going to, you know, the right. – the, 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 Troy Polamalu doll is going to come to life. And...
0: <laughs> and be the Robin Williams character or whatever, yeah.
2: That's what's going to happen here. That's At least that's the way we Feels it. Feels like it. That's the way we see it. But uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. A
0: lot of you fans are on these walls, too, by the way. Absolutely. It, that's it, a, it, that's as I pointed neat... out to you, that, yeah. that's
2: one of the coolest things we're looking to hear, the, uh, the, 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 just the, the wall of, of fans. Yeah. And how I bet I
0: know 100 people on that wall if I studied them all. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: you could probably spend hours just yep, looking just at just looking that. at it. Just looking at that. But we're going to take a break. We are live From the Steelers Hall of Honor Museum, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio.
1: slash iHeart.